The gospel is the good news of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, but it is only good news to those who hear it. Every believer is to go with the gospel. Today, we study with Scott Pauley what God's Word teaches about becoming a more effective witness for Christ. Did you do it? Did you share your testimony with someone? Have you, have you passed along your story to someone about the Lord Jesus Christ? We've been talking about the difference Christ makes in us and then the difference we can make in the lives of others as we share Christ with them. Psalm 107 verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We've learned that there are three very important parts of a good Christian testimony. We've looked at the first two already. First of all, we talked about the most difficult part to talk about, and that is your life before you came to know Jesus Christ. And then we discussed the most important part, and that is the specifics on how you came to know Christ and how others can come to know Christ. But today I want to talk to you about the most neglected part of a good Christian testimony. It's the one I think that really people don't think about and don't talk about enough, and that is what Jesus Christ means to you now that you're saved. We said this, the Christian witness should begin by saying they were lost. All people are lost without Jesus. And then number two, the Christian witness should say they came to know the Lord, talk about the Lord. But now I want to say to you that the Christian witness should talk about the new life that they have in Jesus Christ. In Psalm 107, he began by talking about Israel before they were delivered and then how they cried unto the Lord and he delivered them. But then listen to the rest of the story. In verse 7 we read, And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Do you see here how he goes beyond simply their experience back to the God who did it all? I said to you when we began the study that really witnessing is not stating facts. It is simply praising God to someone else. That's what they did. They just praised the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. By the way, there's an exclamation point at the end of verse number 8. I love that divine exclamation point. You can tell a lot about a person by what they get excited about. Are you excited about talking about Jesus today? Are you still enthused about the Lord? You see... You have to do two things. Number one, you have to get a Christian testimony. You get one by receiving Jesus as your Savior. So if you're not a Christian, you've got to start there. But then number two, you've got to give it. You've got to share it. You've got to pass it along to someone else. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Now why do I say this is the most neglected part of a good Christian testimony? Because too many times when we're telling people how we got saved, we stop with the experience. We stop with the event. We make it sound like salvation was something that happened to us 20 years ago, and that's it. Friend, the day I got saved, that wasn't the end. That was the beginning. It was just the, the entrance into all that the Lord has done in my life. Christ doesn't just save us from something. He saves us for something. We have new life in Him. I think of the most neglected and perhaps one of the most effective parts of a good Christian testimony is when a believer talks about the difference Jesus Christ has made in their life. Now listen to what Israel said. In verse 7, they said that God now led them in the right way. 
You have that testimony. Jesus leads us in the right way. It doesn't mean that I always do the right thing, but He always does the right thing. Again in verse 7, the Bible says that He brings them to a city of habitation. I love that. Do you remember previously in the psalm, they were wandering, they were in the wilderness in a solitary way. Now they have a home. Friends, you, you come home to God. And then you have an eternal home with God forever. A perfect place being prepared for all who come to Jesus Christ. Talk about that. Then in verse number 9, he says, He satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Do you remember in the previous verses, they were hungry and thirsty, their soul was fainting in them. Now they're well satisfied. Friends, Jesus Christ brings peace and purpose to my life. My salvation is not past tense. And my salvation is not future tense. My salvation is present tense. My salvation is not just what happened to me many years ago when someone led me to Jesus. And my salvation is not just what's going to happen someday when I enter into heaven. My salvation is today. Eternal life is my present possession. And it's glorious. It's wonderful to be a Christian. You see, a good testimony should always be in the present tense. And you know why? Because God is in the present tense. His name is not the I was or the I will be. His name is the I am. Are you glad to be a Christian? Does the Lord Jesus Christ answer your prayers? Has He shown you anything from Scripture? Does God help you when life is difficult? Do you have the Comforter alongside you? Then I'm saying you should incorporate that into your Christian testimony. Why should anybody want what you have? Why should they want to know your Christ? Let me give you some simple tips for giving this part of your testimony. The first is this. Don't give people the idea that you're perfect or that life is perfect. Sometimes people talk like it's all roses and then people come to faith in Christ and realize they still have temptation, they still have trouble. So it's not about the absence of trouble. It's about the presence of God. God is now with me. I'm not alone. Then I would say this. Make much of the blessings of your new life in Christ. That's more than just escaping from hell. We talk about salvation. We say, you don't want to go to hell, do you? Uh, You want to go to heaven, don't you? Well, certainly. But friends, I'd remind you, salvation is not just about a place. It's about a person. It's about God. And there are many things connected to your salvation beyond just your eternal destiny. Hebrews 6 verse 9 talks about the things that accompany salvation. Every good thing comes when you get God. And then I would say this, speak with a sincere and a joyful spirit. Nothing is more attractive than a happy Christian. Nothing is more wonderful than somebody that's still excited that Jesus Christ has changed their heart. I remember many years ago getting a phone call from a man who'd been in a conference, a men's conference where I'd spoken, and I had just challenged the men at the end of the meeting to share your Christian testimony with someone. He called. He was so excited. He He was almost shouting over the phone. He said, I've got to tell you what God did. He said, there was a man in a local nursing home that I've been witnessing to for years, trying to lead to Christ. He said, I've read scripture to him. I've given him gospel literature. I've given him things to listen to. I've pleaded with him to be saved. Never had any interest. He said, I got home from that conference and I got to thinking about the power of my own Christian testimony. He said, it dawned on me that I had never personally shared my testimony with that man. He said, so I got in my car and I I drove to the nursing home. I sat down next to the man's bed and I said to him, I don't think I've ever told you my story. Uh, Could I tell you my story of how I came to know Jesus as my personal Savior? The man said, of course, you can. And so my friend began sharing his testimony of the past, uh, how he 
came to know Christ and then what Christ meant to him now that he was saved. He said, when I got to the end of sharing my story, I looked at my friend and I said to him, wouldn't you like to know that same Savior, have that same Christ living inside of you? He said, the old man teared up and said, you know, I believe I would. And right there, the two bowed their head and that sinner called on Jesus Christ to be his personal Savior. And may I say to you, that perhaps the thing someone is waiting on is to hear a genuine testimony from a real Christian. It was Gandhi that said, I would be a Christian if it were not for Christians. Well, I would say to you, perhaps he didn't meet the right kind of Christian, one that truly knew God and was happy to speak about Jesus Christ and the difference that he's made in your life. There's someone waiting on your story today, my friend, and I want to challenge you to tell them about the difference Christ has made in you and the difference Christ can make in them. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Thank you for listening to Enjoying the Journey. Would you like to learn more about how to witness for Christ? Or perhaps teach these lessons to others? You may order this series in a special Go Kit, complete with teacher helps, duplicable student guides, and additional training resources. Simply go to scottpauley.org for more information. We would love to hear from you and help you in any way possible. May God use all of us to go with the gospel today.